It's DJ Slider Bite back with another edition of the Slider Cast. Um, this is an open source podcast. I always say it. Let me check my desktop right now. See what we got going on. Yes, bitch. This is the all open source podcast. This one. Um, yes. So yeah, I'm gonna I might put a little asterisk by it, even though I'm gonna get tired doing that. But you know, DJ Slider Bite is open source, so this is all Linux. Um, even though this pod roadcaster doesn't cooperate with my Linux thing, but that's what we got going on. And I got another a comedy special guest in here. Uh, he's been hitting up the open mic circuit, tearing it up in Chicago. Um, ladies and gentlemen, um, boys and girls, and every everybody that always, you know, all the people all around the world, Gregory Howe. Gregory Howe. On. Hell yeah. All right. Yeah. He said this is his first podcast. It's funny. Is, is this one? I don't know this how this one, man, let's, uh, <laughs> let's make it a let's make it a, a blow. Yeah, wow. we yeah, we're working on we're working on getting everything where you know, of course we got the audio, but we you know we're drinking fancy ass wine. Um nice little chablis. Yeah, yeah, out of out of big ass glasses and stuff. Like we're um we're doing we're we're doing it big. We're doing it very nice out here on this um Chicago, you know, Chicago afternoon. And so um so yeah, just a little backstory because you said you've been in Chicago for three years. Yeah, but right. I just I just literally just started seeing you on the scene maybe a couple months ago. That's right. Yeah. So um, so yeah, I've been living in Chicago for three years now, and um, um, and I, I just came here to be a to bartend in like Michelin star restaurants, you know. Okay. Why specifically Michelin star? You weren't trying to, you weren't just like I want to make money. Yeah, you were I like I want to be in a Michelin yeah, star. It was, it was it was something more than money. It was more of like you want to you want to kind of be the Especially like in front of house as a bartender at an upscale place, it's really you really don't get paid a lot. You, th- you think you would think you would, but you don't. You know, there's a lot to know, but it's a it's a lot of different uh, technicalities. That's funny. You that said you don't get paid a lot. I know a lot of bartenders that seem like they're rich. Absolutely yes, and that depends on where you work. You're not going to get rich bartending at a Michelin star restaurant. I'm going to tell you that right now. No, okay. Well, I see what you're saying then. Yeah, if but you if you wanna, were like, if you want to wanna make the money, you got to work at somewhere. That's where you make your money, and that's where bartenders thrive. And it's like, but that's um, and that's good for a lot of reasons. If you're trying to make some money and like, you know, support yourself and like have a disposable income and work seasonal, hell yeah, man, that's the way to go. Yeah. But um, no, like working in like Michelin, working in like an upscale uh, place like that, that's more of like a uh, career, not just like a, a quick money grab, you know? Yeah. Usually at the Michelin star places, um. And then for the for the people listening that don't know, Michelin star is like a very high accredited award that restaurants could win. I would say um, I always tell people it's like maybe like an Oscar or a Grammy if your restaurant could win an Oscar, like an award like that. It's an Oscar or a Grammy, like it's nationally the recognized. Of a restaurant. Yeah, it's nationally recognized. It's not like you're globally. the. It's not like oh or globally. globally. Yes, globally. Yeah, it's not like yeah we're the best in North Carolina. Like no, it's like everybody knows about you from all over the world. And so um. Yeah, when you work at a restaurant like that, you do learn a lot of technique. They're doing a whole bunch of special stuff, and sometimes you don't make big money like that, which is kind of annoying. Yeah, right now I'm at that. I want to work somewhere where I can make some money. I need to. I need to work two days a week and then support comedy. That's kind of where I'm at. Hey man, I'm right there with you. It's a. Uh, it is not the season to do that. Let me tell you. <laughs> no. <laughs> I am. Uh, yeah, like 
bartending as far as like a way to get way to earn money and as a just a career profession that's that's all I got man and uh, I've been doing this long enough to know that yeah February I mean February yeah not a good time for bars restaurants man it's post holidays everybody's you know everybody's all spent out from the fucking holidays and you know just hanging in the house yeah no people are hanging in the house oh yeah I'm going live I just want to show some people are you on there can you see yourself I'm there man yeah, you're there. All right, it's nobody. Nobody cares. I'm gonna get like two people to look at this, but hopefully you can you can rewatch this and then you can you can see how it went down and how it's going down. I'm there. Damn, it's people can see kind of the setup. I got like the blue screen and everything. Like it's um. Oh, it's totally totally amateur, man. Yeah, or or really, yeah. I mean, or really, it's not even amateur. It's only amateur because you don't see the effects. When you see other people's shit, they got the same shit. It's just um, mine's gonna be a little bit better though. I yeah, know it's very uh, what's the word? Yeah, I'm not very articulate right now. But um, but yeah, no, it looks very uh, very it's DIY-ish. Like it's it's DIY ish. <laughs> very very put it yourself together. It's like it's like let's make it happen. Yeah, like, yeah. We're gonna make this happen. We're gonna get. We're gonna put some wheels. We're gonna put some fucking wheels on a board, and we're gonna roll. Yeah, and that's, that's it. yes, exactly, and that's um, and then a, a lot of people use the the. Green screen. That's, I'm I'm trying to use the blue screen, and just have something different. I don't know if you know about that. You know you can use they use people use uh, in Hollywood. They use uh, blue screen, green screen, and pink screen. What's the pink screen like? No, you can. It depends on what it's the color. All, they all the same shit, right? No, yeah, it's all the same shit because it's just you just tell the camera. You basically tell the camera or the software in the camera that anything that you see is blue is gonna be um, outer space. Like say we're shooting an outer space movie. So then you make it say anything that's blue is, is supposed to be outer space background or green. When it's a green screen, anything is green, outer space. They choose those colors because normally people don't wear those colors. But if you're doing something specific with those colors, like say, you know, me and you got to have green outfits on because it's in the storyline where we have green jogging suits on. So then when it's a background, the background has to be another color. If the background's green, then you won't be able to see none of us. We got to be blue. So then we're going to look just like the trees in the forest, man. You, but you you get it you get yeah, it now yeah, right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah or like did you watch Game of Thrones? I'm not a fan. I'm one of that. I'm one of those. That's one percent of the world that has never seen a single episode of Game of Thrones. That's that's good though. I'm not hating on you. I'm not hating on I'm that not, at all. I hold myself very very high for that one. I used to be like that too. I used to be anti Thrones, and then I had a friend named um friend named Matt show me a show me an episode where this guy got his hand cut off, and I was like, oh shit. And, uh, they, then I, I've been watching. I'm a fan, but they do one part where you know yeah, is you can see that in the south. Yeah, me. Yeah, no, we 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 can get to that. But I was gonna say in Game of Thrones, you know, it was dragons, right? So it was. I saw like the making of the episode with the dragons, and this episode's where they're on, where they're riding the dragon, and then they have to grab to the back of the dragon to hold on. Yeah, and so, I, but obviously the dragon CGI, yeah. and then when that thing's not real, <laughs> what the fuck, man? No, I guess if if they were in South Dakota or something. But then they, when they did the scenes where um, they specifically showed the one character grabbing onto the, um, to the dinosaur scales, right. they were painting his his hands were blue, and then basically the the um, the dragon was a big ass green rock. It was a big green rock that they would get on and act like they're doing shit. But then when they had to like really grab on, they would paint their hands blue to grab onto the green shit. I feel, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that's when I to that. Like, to like yeah, that was my first instance of like, oh shit, it's different colors. And then when I got into OBS and I saw that it is, and I was like, this is cool. And then I guess blue screen works better for people with dark hair or dark environments. Like if we were doing like some um, 
Like, like um, I, have you ever seen the first Incredible Hulk movie? Yeah, with uh, fucking uh, Edward Norton. Yeah, uh, that's got a lot of criticism because if you notice it or watch it again, all the Incredible Hulk scenes are at night. So they don't show how bad the CGI is. All right. And so it's kind of like you can use blue screen and green. It's like easier to mask that up. You have dark colors and you can have some janky ass special effects. But if everything's dark and then, you know, like Hulk hits stuff, stif- stuff explodes. Yeah, this shit looks you know what I'm saying? My favorite little CGI thing is uh, is uh, the original Predator. Like, yeah, that should. Yeah, that just how the funny. they just had some dude in the suit, just in the CGI suit, just run around and just scaring people. Yeah, all they did was they just blended his suit. They were made it seem like he was invisible. He just blended light. That was a that's a funny concept, man. It's one of you know like um, I don't know where you're at as far as quote unquote conspiracy theories. I hate that term because I love them, man. I lay them on me, man. That's one of my favorites. No, but I really feel like that's some real shit that happened. I really feel like some yeah. army, yeah, some army platoon really came up on. Hey, every time we send the best of the best people to this part of the jungle, they end up getting fucked up. What's going on? And then they go there, and it's just like, it's some kind of invisible man creature. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think it's really some shit like that. And then they had to give him a whole bunch of chickens or something to make him stop uh, killing. Yeah. yeah, you know. Have you ever heard of, since you, since you said you were into it, have you ever heard of this um thing called Organism 46B? Have you ever heard of that? I have not, actually. Oh, it's, um... That's what I'm going to work on um, having like a screen and I'm going to show people. But it's basically the story, the, like how you brought up the Predator. It's basically the Predator. It was saying um, these Norwegian scientists or something like that were exploring in Antarctica. And they were they were in Antarctica and it was supposed to be four of them. And then I guess at one point they looked behind them and it was five of them. It was only four of them at first. It was five of them. And then they, they were just, just like. Yeah, and then they said when they all looked at that person, he turned into some thing that had six arms and grabbed the person closest to him and ripped his head off. Yeah, this is a story yeah. people say. Yeah. <laughs> like, no. damn, bro. Look, and I heard it more than just on TikTok. Okay. No, so yeah, I'm, a, I'm about okay, to. So a lot of people heard that story. Yeah, people have heard it, and it was like, oh shit, I've never. And then, but like how I said, they'll they'll take real life stuff and put it in the movies. Because then the the comedian that was talking about it, he was like, "That's basically predator." Because because they were saying they um like the thing basically, I think he killed like three or four other scientists. Yeah. He he ki- he didn't kill them all, but he killed most of them. And then they were saying that it was invisible. And then it said he had six arms and had a whole bunch of weapons. And then it said he he spit some kind of goo or something because they were in the they were in water. And if you were in like within five feet of the goo, it'll, it'll just paralyze you or some shit like that. So it's over for you. But you know how that you hit the goo, it's over. Yeah, something where you're just like paralyzed, you can't do anything. But though, but though, all those things sound like, um, you know, um, octopuses have the goo, or you know, yeah, octopuses do that. But then they have. Do octopuses do that? Yeah, and I know some octopuses can change color as well. Oh yeah, dude, they are the masters of camouflage, and that's not some octopuses. That's all octopuses. Okay, see, you know, all right, so. So, like, uh, I actually have my own little conspiracy theory that I, I thought of, actually. Because, uh, look, I'm a huge fan of the 1980s. Like, I'm obsessed with the 80s. Like, I wish I wish this was, like, 1992 right now and, like, you know, we just lived past the 80s. You know? Yeah, no, those were good times, man. But, yeah, man, like, but anyway, you know how, like, in 
and I got, I'm a huge fan of punk rock, specifically from the era of the 1980s, when the whole, when the whole like, anarchist, like, anti-government, when it was at its finest, when America was just, you know, just under the crack siege. Like, that's my favorite time of the of fucking history. Well, I mean, well, but, I like that time. I don't like the crack siege part of it, but yeah, it was a, it was know, a fun time like in America. What was going on. It's, what, it's the politics that was going on. It was not like, uh, and, and I just, I, say, I mentioned that because, uh, I had, uh, I've had my I've had my time in the drugs and you know I hear that was like the best when the that was the that was the prime of crack the car, crack cocaine that was the or best you, do you mean when um I, I think I kind of didn't get the butter I'm a, I'm stuttering on this a little bit no but, or know. or like I've heard other people talk about it back when it was it was cool to you it it was like before people before um but Whitney I, Houston bashed it man she said it's cheap and whack no it was that but no it was um but cocaine was the glamour drug but uh no you know, let me finish like, like people a lot of people say it, people were use like people it used to be popular to use crack cocaine until 1984 like a lot of older people say in 84 that's when you saw that it was bad that's when you saw it's um like the next level of freebasing they were freebase cocaine first that yeah first. yes yes well Richard Pryor but I'm just yeah. saying like but how you said the highlight or whatever when people thought it was Robert cool Howard. You're just talking about anything before '84. Before '84 right. was when it got bad. Um, but yeah, but th- and then I feel that like whole time there was a punk, a punk, punk rock scene that was just like oh, anti-American government. And but at the same time, there was Michael Jackson, the biggest star in the world. Like no one, no nobody shot brighter than Michael Jackson. He was the, he was going on world tours and he just snuffed out. And I think Michael Jackson is a like a poster Illuminati. Like, like look at this, look at this shining star. Don't look at all this, you know. Like Michael Jackson was one big distraction. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I can kind of see that. That's my conspiracy theory. Yeah, well, well, those, those are all and entertainers. Inter- exactly, exactly. But it's one of those things. Um, as far as entertainment, it's a lot of people that weren't into that aren't into all the music like that. Like as huge as Michael Jackson was, I'm pretty right. sure it was a lot of people like I don't. This yeah, ain't my no, shit. They're not feeling it. But as as far as like the mass population, like he ran the youngest. Yeah, no, that's like Kim Kardashian. Right. Like it's a lot exactly. of it's, we work with a lot of stupid ass bitches that if Kim if they were like Kim Kardashian yeah. and didn't they didn't even finish it, they would have their attention. Where yeah. me and you would be like, I don't give a fuck. Right. But yeah, it's literally no. <laughs> no, literally, if you walked in at a Kim Kardashian and didn't say anything, people would be like, "What?" Like, it, and I was like, "No, I wouldn't. I don't give a fuck about that." It's a household name. Uh, in certain households, that's the one thing I like. I get you, but it's, in certain households, it is. In certain households, it is not. Why do people care so much about housewives? I think it's yeah. It, it's just the people who don't have anything going on for themselves. Yeah. That's what I think. It's people, and it's no disrespect. It's some people that just want to work, and then come home, and then just um, turn their brain off. Like I remember, people used to always say that, and I hated that term. Like I, I don't turn my fucking brain off. When you turn your brain off, you're dead. Yeah, I don't ADHD. like that. I, I try. I try so hard to turn my brain. No, off. No, it's like you relax, or you might watch a movie, but I don't like that turn my brain off shit. Like you, no, turn your fucking brain off. Well, you know when your brain turns off, it's not gonna come back on, right? You know, like it's a better word for that. It's called it's called meditating. <laughs> yeah, I'm turning my brain off. For shit the, for the granola people out there. You're, you're like turn every, your brain off. Yeah, and your organs are gonna shut down. Everything's gonna turn off, bitch. Oh, That's man. stupid. I love not thinking about nothing. That's a rare moment I get. And that's what I, I, I relate that to meditation. I'm not a meditator, but I find myself spacing out. And, like, you ever space out and you know you space out? 
But you don't like snap back into it. Yeah, no, I do that sometimes. That is, I think that's like the best thing in the world, man. That's pure zen right there. Yeah. But then, like, whenever you whenever you snap back into it, man, all the all the shit you care about comes back to you, or the shit you don't care about, or the shit you don't want, you want to forget. Everything just comes back to you, and then you're like, all right, back to reality. That is like a that's like a pure moment of like just you, the zone out. You want to just read that first paragraph real fast? Well, let's hear it. All right. You read so well. Creature. Okay. Southern education. Creature named Organism 46B was an aquatic creature believed to have captured, to have been captured by a Russian science team near a research post. Vostok Station Organism 46B is a giant 10 meter long squid-like creature with 14 tentacles. That's two more than 14. a squid. That lived in Lake Vostok, a sub- sublogical lake under two miles of ice below Vostok Station in Antarctica. Man, I want to meet this gnarly. Yeah. This gnarly squid. And then it's just like, um, are they weaponizing it? Are they? Do they just have it? Um, is the thing like an alien where Can he's just like something like that? I don't know. Is it intelligent? That's scary. Yeah. No. It's it's all that. It's it's it's. But especially when they said. One of the things said it was it it turned it 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 turned into one of them like it it changed shapes to oh, look like one of them. Yeah, the, uh, that was the predator figure thing, man. Ooh. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it like I feel like it is intelligent. Well, it's intelligent in a in it's a manner. Intelligent or, enough. Yeah, or, but he, he can. To fool, to fool four humans. Yeah, but you know, like not be. But it it's probably not intelligent, like where someone's just like, hey, go attack those Russian ships, you know, or just wow. like some. It's some, you know, like don't attack our ships, but if you see those other people, get them. You know what I mean? Like yeah, weaponize felt, it like he felt, that. He felt electromagnetic disturbance in his atmosphere because he's a fucking massive squid with fourteen tentacles that can feel that. And he sends four humans, and he's just like, man, I'm pretty fucking hungry right now. And he just like, you know, just snuck up on those humans, man. Got like put out like put out his tentacles, man. One put out his tentacles and one eyeball, and just fucking. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I mean, it's like fishing right there, baby. Yeah, or I mean, you're assuming he was hungry, like you said. Yeah, he he, he probably just wanted his space, like yeah. you said. He felt some shit, and it was like, yeah. no, it's, I'm the only well, person like, down yeah, here ever. That's his solitary space, <laughs> like, man, and he's a mass. That's a massive animal, you know what I mean? Or yeah, I would, whatever you want. That's the only thing I don't like about um. That's another. Con- it's, it's to me, it's not even a conspiracy. People, smart people, realize it. They don't teach Americans centimeters and all. Like how you said he was 10 meters or 10 centimeters. 10 meters. 10 meters. Isn't that, I feel like that's like. like three feet. Yeah. So that's like 30 feet long. 30 feet fucking long. Roughly. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's that's huge. That's, yeah. But my my one thing, I don't know if you agree with this, they don't teach us that in America to where when we go any other place in the world, we can't do anything. We can't build anything. You know, because like the, the, even though some retarded people would disagree with me, but a man is supposed to be able to to build stuff and build shelter and kind of take care of himself. And if you take uh, us as smart as we are in America and you put us anywhere else in the world, we just got to use our own metrics. But no, do you think, but like I'm saying, you know, like a good job as a bricklayer or working a construction site or being a laborer, we can do those things right now because we're, we're intelligent in America. We can't go to England and do that. If they're doing, if they're measuring shit in stones and pounds, do you get what I mean? We can't we can't get a job yeah, as easy. England's a stubborn one. England's way more stubborn than the United States. 
But do you understand that, though, how we can't, when we go somewhere, we can't function like regular men function yeah, around the world? Where I'm a bartender, and uh, we use ounces in America. If you go anywhere else, you got to use milliliters, and that conversion is a little confusing. <laughs> but to answer, I, you, you're still not answering the question, can, can a bartender go be a good bartender in another country? Absolutely. If even even if they're using the, you said we're measuring things in ounces. Yeah. So don't they have different measuring? Milliliters, deciliters. Yeah. You get a, you just got a conversion. I don't know. I've, uh, I, I'm a fan of the uh, metric system. Honestly, I'm a fan of the metric system. I think I think ounces, pounds, and uh, grand. Oh, not grams, but um, yeah, ounces and pounds. That's some fucking stupid shit. Tons. Who the fuck? Who cares about tons? Yeah. No. I. It's. I, that's yeah, my. Yeah, it makes it, like the metric system makes so much more sense. Like. I think we did have a president that actually tried to convert us to the metric system, and we, like we just were just not having. it. I don't want to say we because I would have been I would have been with it. I say we because as a country, like we make decisions as a whole. I'm all for the metric system. I think I think America could like progress in many other ways, and the switching over to the metric system is one of them. Yeah, but like like I said to pro- to my point though, or do you agree or disagree with this point? When you take an American male to another country, he can't do anything because he doesn't know the metric system. I don't agree. If he doesn't know the metric system, then he's fucked. I'm just saying. Yeah, the, I agree. Okay. Does, All right, does, there you go. It was yeah, it was very difficult. It was like a, it was like you're from Florida. But no, it was it was like you were from Florida with that. It was just yeah. yes, a man can't go anywhere. He's he's customer service. He's yeah. he's doing jobs with other women. Yeah. Um, yes. I just like to put myself in a position, and I just I don't really think of like whenever I'm asked a question like that, I put myself in a position. I'm like, I, I would, yeah, I I do fine, yeah. Yeah, yeah. My apologies. That's how I answer questions. No, that means you I never. Firsthand, per, I do it with a firsthand. Per. This is your first podcast, though. Yeah. I see that you got to be on a news channel, like a you you never thought about being on like the um J- the Daily Show is it the or. Chin? It's got to be the chin. No, I mean just anything like the Daily Show or um, like a correspondence channel where you're a correspondent. You never thought about that. Never. You do comedy. What? So what's your goal with comedy? You just want. What so do you want to like, do? Uh, I do. I do eventually want to start a podcast, but I want to get. I want to take it. Uh, I want to take it uh, one step at a time. So like uh, my goal with comedy, I want to get really good at comedy. I want to get. I want to get recognized as a comedian, and I want to just like I want to start with doing shows, and then uh, eventually, um, probably like within like the, within the then, like, by the summertime, just start putting up content. Like, when I feel comfortable enough with it myself and my, what I'm putting out to actually put up content on the internet. And that's, like, I can, I can put up content, like, start doing it tomorrow. But I just got to, like, pull the trigger on that. Yeah. No, okay. I mean, but you said, so your goal is just to get better with stand-up and then eventually have yeah, a podcast. Eventually but have a podcast and, like, just, like, just, like, take it, just to take it as far as I can possibly take it. It's, like, uh, with me, it's, like, it's, like, with bartending for I'm taking it just like bartending. So, like, uh, I started out when I started bartending. Uh, I, I didn't start out behind the bar. I started out in the kitchen working, um, you know, just frying fish in a fucking in a fucking fish and chips joint in Denver. And you know, no. So that's your that's the service industry. You weren't well, bartending yeah, it until you start bartending. Yeah, that's yeah. That's bartending. But like, you just kind of got. But I was making drinks too. Like it, it's like I would uh, I would I would cook and then I would like. So you you be you be you be shaking up a martini and then keeping your eye on uh, on some um you know like Like fried fish it was more like a it was more like a sidecar but yeah 
No, okay. And it was like, yeah, it was like a really tight, it was a really tight team, and we would rotate out. We would rotate out kitchen, we would run, and like we would we would hit it all, and like it was, and we made good money too, and it was a lot of fun. But I had some disagreements with the owner, you know, and you know that was that, and and I, I was still uh, in the, uh, I was still you know looking for that type of work. I liked it. I liked the restaurant, and then I eventually found myself bar backing at the number seven bar in the country at the time. And yeah, where and where? What city was this? This in? was in Denver, Colorado. Okay, yeah, it was just just yeah. some re- some people don't assume the number seven bar is in Denver, like yeah, you know, yeah, that's a very b- hard especially thing, being in Chicago, you're just yeah, like it's got to be here. You got all the all the shit. No, Chicago has probably like the number at the time it had the number one, two, and three, you know, on that list. Yeah, like, the, like Denver, but Denver had number seven. There was Chicago had a couple like ab- had one or had like three or four like above Denver, and then you had like. New York with a couple, and then like L.A., but, but um, Denver had one on the map, and that was it. And that's where I learned. That's where it sparked. Okay. I started out bar backing. It's like it's like open mic. So you didn't you didn't work service industry in South Carolina? Not at all. I, that was something new. Like uh, I didn't start doing service industry until uh, until I was uh, twenty three. Until I moved to Denver. No, Sorry. okay. So you you just grew up in South Carolina, then you moved to Denver. Yeah, no. So it's like it's a long story actually. <clears throat> I grew up in South Carolina. And uh, by the time, like, and, I, and it wasn't really, like, growing up, man, it's, it was a tough one for me because I came up from, a, like, a little small shit town. And, like, I got into a lot of trouble, you know. My mother died when I was young, and my father was very absent. Not like, not, not like he was physically present. He took care of business, but yeah. he never gave me any real advice. He never gave me any real life advice. He couldn't really help me with any real problems that I was going through. He couldn't even help himself, really. You know, I didn't realize that now, but it didn't matter at the time. At the time, it didn't really matter to me because I had so much freedom to do whatever the fuck I wanted to do. Yeah. And I got into a lot of fucking trouble. And then, like, I found my way out of it. I got, like, you know, I work, I got, I got put on probation, and you know, and uh, during one, uh, during my time on probation, you know, I got my GED. You know, I tried to get, I tried to go, I got into tech school, and like, and I graduated, but like. I just couldn't get the job that I that I went to school for, and I was di- very discouraging. And what is what is tech school? What do you mean? Tech school, it's like where you go, like trade school. Trade school, you go, you learn like a trade. I I learned, I went to tech school to learn how to be a welder. No, okay, all right. Because like, when you said tech school, I was like, you know how to program, and you're out here no, fucking no, around. Trek school, like trade school. Yeah, trade all right. School. No, all right. So you know how to weld. I know yeah, what. I there's a comedian that welds. I don't know if she makes good living or anything, but it does seem like you can make a good living with it. You can absolutely. If you want to do it, um, like, yeah. Is it hard to get into? Like, it's not hard to get into. You just got to, like, want to do it. And it, and it was just something, like, uh, I didn't really want to do it. Like, I just, I did a lot of things just because I knew, like, people were just, if other people were doing it and people were, like, they were, it was, you know, and it had, like, a bright future. You know, it painted a good future, but, like, I, and I, and then, you know, so I went there and I did it and I graduated. I did well, actually. I did very well in it. But, like, when it came to, like, the real world, and I was also, like, 18 years old. What the fuck do you know when you're 18? And, like, and what is your driving? I'm an ex Well, I'm still a felon at this point. I'm still a felon now. I'm a felon. I'm a real felon. Yeah. And, um, you got to get you gotta get a good enough Jewish lawyer. You can yeah, get that taken away. I don't give a fuck about it. <laughs> I don't give a shit. And then, um, but, yeah, that was, um, but, yeah, then, like, you know, it was, I tried to get a job welding, and, like, no, nobody wants to hire an 18-year-old felon for their company. I, it was very discouraging at no, and, and but the one thing I know the um restaurant industry and the trades are places where a lot of people who um who had 
who have had uh, charges or caught some cases, they, they can find work regularly, especially in the restaurant business. But I figured the trade business as well. Like if you were, um, yeah, well, yeah, like a welder or a bricklayer, I'm pretty sure they're just like, hey, you're not going to steal from this construction site? Right. You know, like, you, we need you. Well, that, <laughs> that also comes, that's why your age is very important. Because, like, if you see somebody who's like, like, who say, like, they're like 28 in the same position. Like, they, they're like, they, you know, they're out of, they just got out of jail. They're on probation. They want to better themselves. I like, think I know where you're going with this. So, so cause it's, they, it's different because there's a level. There's like Because you're young and they look yeah. at you like, you, you two got time to fuck up again. Yeah, the, the, exactly. the 28-year-old is, like, trying to get his life one, together. Yeah, 28-year-old's got his head in a different place. When I feel like it's. You're 18, you're fucking off the chain, man. Sometimes if you're 18 and you're scared straight, though, you're like, I'm not about to do that shit again. Right. But <laughs> like, what the fuck? You're going to take that at face value, though. you got to really show them, and nobody's really going to give you that chance. Oh, it's shit. It's hard to get a chance when you're 18. So, like, so that with that being said, I knew that. I had a really, it was a really, it was really challenging to, like, turn around in my hometown after after all those years of fucking up. Like, you, and being known as just this royal fuck up. And but you yeah, were in a small. It sounds like you were in a small town. Absolutely. You yeah. weren't. In, you weren't in like the. What's the biggest town in South Carolina? Like what? Columbia. The, Columbia is the biggest city. Is that the capital? That is the capital. Okay. It's it's some about a state where the Charleston biggest. Charleston is the most popular. Like Wait. Oh yeah. That's Charleston what I'm saying. Or Greenville. If you uh, if you, everybody. You always hear people talk about Charleston that's though. Right. So Char- Charleston. But but the others. The one. The first. But no. But the first one you named. Which one has the most? The biggest population. Okay, yeah, it's something about states where the, the um, when the capital has the, all the population, it's a little bit different. Right. But I like that though because that's where all the decisions are made. I don't like the big city being away from where important shit happens. Right. Because I'm a I'm a protester. I'm a real protester though, not that goofy shit that happened two years ago. Nothing I'm talking. You're not, you're not caring with the BLM sign. Yeah, with people who don't. Yeah, all those. I was just thinking about that bullshit today. It's some it's some people who it's some comedians that went to the BLM concert protest with a camera right and they took pictures and it's like no man that's not the move they want you to know that they want the world to know that they're supporting the movement and that's yeah that's not no man when i go out and do some shit i don't want no cameras on me because it's time for real shit to go down so it's like no we're not doing that yeah that's um that's why it's like you got to keep people in check as checks and balances that's why public officials addresses are public and shit and you know, motherfuckers come to your house to show up. You know, like it, like that video two years ago. Um, they arrested this mother who was um when they were telling people they can't go outside, and this mother was at a park with her kids, and they arrested her in front of her kids. And then that that Ted Bundy guy and some people came to that officer's house and gave him a piece of paper about rights. And he was just like, "Hey man, fuck what the government is saying. We're people. We know each other, and we came to your house. We're not taking this shit from you." I like that shit was it's like more people need to do that. Like, hey, you're not about to arrest a mother outside of the park when yeah. it's people murdering people and all kinds of theft going on. Like, get the fuck out of here. Got their priorities fucked up, man. Yeah, and it was just that whole shit. That's it, I that's the only thing I um well, it's other I have a lot of lot of things to say about Northside Chicago. Northside Chicago mostly sucks. It, it it's just the um cuz this is not the same Chicago that it used to be. It's a lot of suburb so people. I've heard I've heard Chicago has changed no, it, it, remember, you know, on Saturday Night Live, Dub Bears. Yeah. You can just watch that shit and just be like, the same type of people don't live here no more. The, it's not the Dub Bears people. It's people who always grew up in these ritzy-ass suburbs, but then now they're here paying $2,000 a month for an apartment 
and they're trying to tell you they're from Chicago, but they can't tell you anything about Chicago or where to go, where not to go. Right. Definitely, when they just say don't go to the South Side, that's how you know you're talking to a racist person. Like those white people who used to live in Chicago would go anywhere, and they'll just be like, "Oh yeah, just don't go over here." They'll tell you specifically where not to go, but then they'll if they're not. There's no place in, I feel like, old Chicago where those people would tell you not to go unless it was, like, dire, like, it's dangerous over there. They right. wouldn't, they wouldn't, these new, these suburb people would just, they'll be like, don't go to the south or west side. Really, don't even go past California. Go like to, I've, Go to 69th and Normal Ave. I've heard, do you know where Table Donkey and Stick is? It's a, it's a beautiful restaurant in Chicago. It's on um, Armitage in California. Okay. And one time I was serving this table with this girl, and she was with her parents, and they, I've, I've never heard of Longgate. Okay. But um, she was in there, and she was with her parents, and then she was looking up at the ceiling. Like, you know how you can tell, like, somebody rich is, like, talking shit about, about the building structure? That I think that's funny, too, how rich people would just be like, look at these ceilings. Look at. Oh, my God. You know what I'm saying? That's like 15-foot ceilings are just so low. But that's, like, some shit that regular people don't do. Like, rich people just look at all that. And then, like, sometimes I do, too, because I don't want to be in no low-ass pace. You know, like, we're, we're both, like, tall. So, but she was just like, oh, my God, like, Mom, this is the west side of Chicago. And, like, her eyes just kept looking up. This is the west side. And I, and I just wanted to be like, you're on Armitage, California. And it, it ain't nothing west about this. Uh-uh. It's west to you because you only go to Wrigleyville, and you don't go probably fast. You don't go any more west than Southport or Halstead. What's the west side? Is, uh, is Pilsen the west side? Little, no, the, I would say Pilsen. No, because I would say this more southwest side. South. Okay. Southwest side, not even super west. I would say west side would be like, um, because it's a part of west side where all the streets start with L's, mm. like Lindale. And it's no, it's a, it's a part, of, and then it's a part where all the streets start with K's, and they call it K Town. Uh, and it's like Kedzie, whatever, you know, like I don't want to, and then, um, or, or uh, like it's the neighborhoods East Garfield Park, yeah. West Garfield Park, those are west side neighborhoods. So, um, uh, I lived in you the know. south side for a year on 55th and Racine. Yeah, yeah, fifty fifth and Racine. Somebody, when you said that on stage, somebody said back of the yards. That's the yards, technically. Like, it is it okay. Could be the yards, like uh, I mean, your GPS will say Inglewood, but um, the sewer, all the sewer, the sewers say Inglewood, and like I think, and it's Motown. It's like I forget, I, they, I forget. Somebody said something about Motown. I feel like Motown is something. That's not a name that everybody get, uses. Yeah, I gotta get. It's like some classic Chicago shit. I'll get back to you on that. I forget, like, this whole thing. But, but I know Back of the Yards and Inglewood are classic Chicago neighborhoods. I don't know about Motown. Well, it's in there. You know, but you know what? I, it just doesn't yeah, even sound like, like a. Specific, it's a specific, like, street. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah. How it doesn't sound like a Motown? It doesn't sound like it would be in the south side of Chicago. I'll tell you that. No, or just the name it doesn't sound, sound like. It sounds really bluesy and jazzy to me. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, some new shit where, like, uh, these neighborhoods are old. Right. So it sounds like. Some new shit. Like, it, like usually the neighborhoods are usually mean something. Like, Pilsen, Pillman, the stockyards. And this was, like, the place where they, they killed the most cows in the Midwest and shit. Like, it was, it was like, all that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, even though I don't eat a lot of meat anymore. But people love that shit. I don't know. I just applied at um, this, this steakhouse called Foco de Chao. Okay. It looks very interesting. It's just... It's like all you can eat meat. I'm like, who the fuck likes who the this? Fuck wants colon cancer? Come and then w- when I was in there, it was so it was so many fat people, fat suburban people in there, and I was oh, like, yeah, all right, yeah, I guess and this you're is. In the Midwest, dude, like, dude, that's a cash cow right there. No pun intended. But I want to see how much they make. I hope hopefully I it's. I think they make a lot. I'm pretty sure they get some cheap ass 
ass meat to be doing all you can eat meat, bro. Yeah, that's the thing that made me think too. Like, how it can't be that much fucking meat in the world, bro. But they they claim it's good. They just put sea salt on it. I don't know. I'm not gonna talk shit about it, especially if I if if I can work there. There's a there's a place in River North, man, that I that uh that I know of, man. They got the 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 best steak in the Midwest. It's like uh it's like 45 dry. It's like uh it's like 45 days dry aged in a fucking salt cure. pure black angus beef and it's like never ever programmed like no any 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 biotics no hormones like they don't pump it full of shit they just let them do their shit that's pretty cool free range and they say that's the best purest fucking steak you get i don't eat meat so no i say it and it's one of those reasons why it's like um people it'll be a reason it'll be an obvious reason why you shouldn't be eating meat and then, they, but they they'll ignore it to be like, this is good meat. I'm gonna get it for that reason why I shouldn't be eating meat. Because then I was gonna say like they like you said, no programs. That probably um, when they don't do that, they let it free range and shit. And then sometimes some people would would go and butcher the cow where it is on the pasture instead of leading it to this room where he's never been. And then like the cow can probably sense like, oh, it's blood on the floor. What the fuck is going down? Yeah. And then they get it. They get it anxious and shit. Yeah, it was, and then people say the, the meat tastes different and all that, and that's you know to what? me that's something that's hey, very odd. Do you have you heard that before? I've heard this, but just in a different way. They say like, uh, so they say you are what you eat, right? You've heard, we've all heard that before. Yeah, but I'm not a Skittle or a Cheez It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. However, because that's so all like, I eat. Whenever you're uh, so, Skittles and Cheez It. Um, yeah, so like, yeah, what what they were trying, what they're saying with that is, uh, when you're fucking, uh, when you're eating the when you an animal, an animal has emotions, it has feelings. It feels, it feels fear. It feels anxiety. You know, it feels all that. And when you, and it's depressed too. It's sad as fuck. Yeah. You know, it's, it's got a sad ass life. And then like, and it's got this sad ass life. It's scared. It's anxious. It's depressed. And like, if you fucking kill it and all those emotions are just all in its body, all that energy and emotion is just all throughout its body. And then you eat that. You know, and then you're you're consuming you're consuming more than just a, you know your your nutrient your protein whatever. Even if it is like you know humanely kept killed whatever whatever they want to say to make it sound better for you to buy it. You know, you're still you're you're eating. It's all that fear, anxiety, and depression. And then people wonder why I'm why they're so anxious, they're so depressed, they're scared. Why? Because they don't know. They don't know what's happening, so they're fucking scared. You know, it's. No, that, no, that is, yeah, they, they're technically, they, they're the same as the meat that they eat. Right, exactly, you are, it just goes back to that little old, that age old saying, like, you are what you eat, you get, you, you get out of your body what you put into it, it's real. No, I think it's real, 100%, yeah, that's why we should all be vegans. Should. Or no, or not, I don't want to, yeah, I don't want to encourage that, but it's, a, it's, it's like, I think it's I, something I, with I, that, and, yeah, and then there, it's a. There's something to it, I don't think, I mean, and there's another sense that, like, Everybody's different. See, like, get back to the hunter and gatherer times. You have hunters, carnivores, or herbivores, omnivores, whatever, and then you got your gatherers, vegetarians. There's two different types. You know what I mean? And it's important to know what type you are. And that really comes down to a lot of, like, you know, you got to try out a bunch of different diets, and you really got to try out, you know, it it, it just comes down to some discipline, you know. And if you you just happen to give a fuck about dieting or whatever. 
Yeah, no, I think you should. And then this is another on a conspiracy thing. Certain people in certain civilizations, they would eat certain foods before they did stuff. And so I know for sure beef was like, a, um, we're about to go to war. We're about to do some, some shit yeah, when they would eat beef. Meat, blood, yeah. All red meat. And so it's something about a society that's always eating something that where other society, if other societies only ate beef when they were about to go to war, or do some crazy shit. Texas, what? They but love, they love raw steaks, man. But do you understand that? If that was a thing back in the day, how would somebody looking at this society now when they just be like, oh, these people eat beef all the time? Yeah, and in Florida, they eat a bunch of alligator and snake and shit. Yeah, but I don't know anything. I'm talking about as far as like we're eating this, telling the gods that we're about to go fuck some shit up. Right. So, you know, how does that look to the gods? Like, hey, the Greeks used to eat beef and did some shit. What are y'all doing in Detroit? Just eating hamburgers, you know, not about to go do something. Yeah. Or like, why why are you eating? Or maybe it might be looked at like, why race the cow if you're not about to go do some crazy shit or do the shit that you're supposed to do? I don't know. That's the way I I look. No, I see see that right now. I see exactly what you're saying. It's like, why don't you just eat a celery stalk? Why are you killing for? Are you killing if you're not going to kill? Yeah, that's what it. What did it symbolize? Why why, why give yourself a taste of blood if you're not about to go out and do war? Go to war, you know? Yeah. To me, that's the thing where you you make people do. We, I think we and we do rituals every day that people don't know. Just like this one girl I was talking to, she's she was talking about the birthday cake. And that's basically a spell. You know, you're putting all that shit together, mixing shit together. It's got to cook for a minute. And then it's a circle. You're putting uh, candles on it. Everybody's around, usually holding hands, singing a song. You're in the middle, all, like, starry-eyed and shit. And then they're just like, make a wish. You 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 make your own spell. Yeah, say it in your head. Don't, yeah, don't, don't tell, tell anybody. Yeah, it's don't tell nobody your wish. You know, and um, and then blow out the candles. That's another thing, too. Like, whoosh, just blow the shit out. It's all order of but do you get what I mean, though? Yeah, yeah that's some and that's some shit people do. People, I can't wait till my birthday so I can have a cake and blow it out in front yeah. of some strangers. Like it was, like, you know? well, you, that's that's a moment where you're the center of attention. Yeah, it's that yeah, too. It's like your moment. But also in some rituals, you're the center of attention. We're about to eat this person's heart. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, like what the fuck? You ever been to fucking church? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're the fuck you're the center of attention in that shit too. Oh man, and then the pastor feeds you by hand. He feeds you out of his hand. Oh, that's some that's some um, Catholic white people shit. Yeah, dude. I don't no, know what that's. Crazy. I'm a Lutheran. I I, grew, I was raised Lutheran. No, what it or but I mean, what's the what's the difference? So like uh, Catholicism, I, I don't want to speak on that. But Lutheran. No, you don't have to speak on it. You could just say what the difference is, and so, that's not. And yeah, I'm saying yeah, you yeah. won't get canceled, and that's not offensive. <laughs> saying what the difference is, you you could if you just be like this other one is gay. That's bad. But it's um, if you're just like explaining the difference, that's okay. Yeah, you don't want to you don't want to piss off two groups in one sentence, man. I don't give a goddamn. <laughs> if especially if you're if you're being factual and you're explaining something to somebody, because there's a lot of people that don't know. Honestly, yeah, well, you like, never you yeah. never know who could be hearing this and be like, damn, I didn't know the difference. The only thing I would say, have you ever seen this movie Blue Chips? No. I was like a little kid, but I got what was happening. It was supposed to be about how college football, college basketball is rigged and. Um, people were getting paid and yada yada, and then, shit, but they showed the one coach like um, Anthony Hardaway and Shaquille O'Neal are in this movie, and because um, they play some of the athletes that are being recruited right. with shady ways, and then part of it, the one um, the one guy who's the coach is this white guy. He's just like kind of like a shifty figure, and I just remember being a little kid. He went to this one family, and then he and then they were just like you Baptist or he was like we're Baptist or or Protestant, and then the one guy was like. 
we're Baptists. We don't do that Protestant bullshit. They're crazy. And he was like, yeah, I agree. And then they cut to him where he was trying to recruit this other kid from the other side of town. And then they were just like, he was like, yeah, we're about to go to church. You want to go to church with us? Yeah. It's a, um, the other people were talking shit about the, they were Baptists. So they're talking shit about the Lutheran people. Yeah. And so when he was with the other family, and and he agreed. He was like, yeah, that Lutheran shit is crazy. And then when he was with the other family and they were like, yeah, we're about to go to church. We're Lutheran. And then they just showed him walking into the church like, oh, yeah. And he was like very excited showing that he was fake as fuck. Like, yeah, those people crazy. And then when he's trying to, when he, and, but when he was, but when he was with the other people and he was trying to recruit their son and they're like, we're going to church. And then he went in that church like, yeah, hey, you know, and it was just like. Yeah, that's what, but it just showed, like, it's a difference, and they talk shit about each other, but it was showing that he's a shady college coach is willing to say anything to get your son to the high school, to the college, so he'll go to any service. Right. He probably would have been, he probably would have went to a Catholic church and ate that little, you know, ate the little chip or whatever the fuck. Like, he would have just been like, hey, yeah, I grew up Catholic all my life, you know. Like, yeah, it's, so, the fucking, so the fucking, like, uh, the bottom line, the underlying thing about uh, Luther, being a Lutheran is, like, you don't believe in is it the one I know one started from um King James w- wanted to divorce his wife. It was another Bible and then it was like it said like I guess in the first testament or something like divorce is bad. Yeah. And so like King James or one one of those people were just well, like, No, I'm about to divorce this so bitch happy. and make another thing. Yeah. This is why Lutherans are so fucking happy, man, because they don't believe in heaven or hell. There's no afterlife to them. So this is like this is the life. This is the life. Why the fuck am I not gonna be fucking happy and enjoy myself? They don't teach you heaven or hell. They don't teach you the consequence. They teach you the Ten Commandments, but they don't say they don't like say like if you if you if you jack off you're gonna go to hell. They don't tell you shit like no, that. No, or or they don't do the um. It seems like they don't preach anything from the First Testament. They don't do fire and brimstone. No, it's all it's all it's all it's all New Testament. And then they probably don't tell you like um like I found this out too. Do you know about how churches are under five hundred one c three? That is a tax filing thing that says you don't have to file taxes if you're under that certification. Oh. However, the government says you don't have to file taxes, but, and then this came out during the Bush years, they can tell you what to preach. And it was on CNN, and they stopped around, like, the early 2000s. A lot of churches who take the 50C3 money, they don't preach from the first, but they don't preach from the first testament. So the first testament, the like the book of Deuteronomy specifically. Well, that's just Judaism. But no, no, but the, but everybody, they'll have a Christian book and they'll have all that stuff, but the 501c3 churches can't do the fire and brimstone. They can't do sermons where they talk about like, um, what not to eat, how it says like, we can't eat things with hooves, um, you know, like shrimp and shit is unclean. If you're a 501c3, it's illegal for you to even preach from those books. Did you know that? Have you ever heard of that? I've never even looked into that. That is a fact. Yeah, it was on the news. It was on CNN. I'm not surprised, man. I know like the, the government is so controlling. Like wherever which way they can. If that's if you know, I'm not I'm not gonna like research it and like try to disprove it. But hey, I'll I'll take that word for it because I. No, but, I mean, but but then you said the Lutheran people, so they just um, they don't even tell you to be good or anything. I no, guess they They're don't, just, man. They just say, hey, man, you just this is what you're supposed to do. No, okay. Yeah, that's... This is how it's done. This is what it's supposed to do. There's no consequences if you don't, but they're just letting you know. They give you you a sense of freedom. No, and you said that's Lutheran? Lutheran. How, how, what are the difference in the South? Do you think it's mostly Baptist or Lutheran? It's all Baptist, dude. It's all Baptist. So the Lutheran is... Baptist is, 
Like, Lutheran, like, there's only, like, I went to the only Lutheran church in my hometown. And my hometown had more churches than schools. No, okay, so you're saying that you just explained what the Lutheran people were. It's not a lot of them, it sounds no, like. it's it. not. Okay, yeah. Because yeah, in the South, was, a lot of people can't go just, with that it bullshit. It was just, like, one little diamond in a fucking sea of Baptist church. There's no one even that many, like, Catholic churches sprinkled in. You probably had, like, one or two, like, Catholic churches sprinkled in. Yeah, they don't play that in the South no, too much. No, they don't, man. No, I'm, I mean, but it's, it's the only thing I would say, like, I'm in the etymology of words. Some of it's in the title. I know whoever started that really was about that, like, putting you, baptizing you. Right, John the Baptist. Yeah, but, you know, it comes from baptizing. It's something along that where I guess, like, we believe in this order. You're probably, like, you got to be reborn. You know, it, the, I think they're, they're the people who are, like, you're born a sinner until you yeah. declare your life to some other shit. And then you be baptized, and now you're good. But you're not good when you come out. No, so as soon as you're born, yeah, you as soon as you're born, you're a demon. You're, you're fucking up. Fucking, no, you are. You're a product of sex, man. You came out of a vagina. You gotta cleanse you. <laughs> yeah. You gotta cleanse that. Yeah, that's a that shit is to me. That's preposterous. Saying that you were saying that you were born just fucking up. Yeah. This is like it's just it's that's just like terrible. You were born into sin. Yeah, you were just born. You were just bad. You were you, yeah. You were you were created from sex. So you're immediately that's the immediate red flag. Yeah. Some, some of it. I can't get a grip on it. I can't wrap my brain around it, man. The one thing that frustrates me, I really think the religion that is taught to us is not it's not what we should be doing. That's why it makes people fight. You know what I think religion? I think religion is something you find. I think I don't think religion should be forced. I don't think if you're like a child, you should you and your parents like throw you into church like 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 many like many parents did throw you into church because they think that's the right thing to do because that's what they do and they think they're good people. Yeah. But, like... No, I that's brainwashing. I, yeah, exactly. But, they, you know, they're already brainwashed, so they, they, they're they they're acting as such. No, but that's what it takes but people they, like but, us to be smart enough to break yeah, those generational curses. Here's, here's my thing on religion. I think, I believe religion is something you find. I think religion needs to find it. I think you need to find Jesus. I think you need to find Allah or they find you. I don't, I don't knock people. I don't knock religion at all. But I believe, yeah, it's just it's just something higher you need to grip onto to like cope with the fact that you're gonna die, like whatever. Yeah, no, I, or uh, have you ever? Heard, it's a rapper named KRS One. Okay, he's an old school rapper. He talked about because a lot of people are confused about what Freemasonry is. They always hear that term and never understand it. The secret society. Yeah, or they just go to that kind of bullshit. Where he was just like basically Freemasonry, or especially back in the day, and then I like he just put it in very layman's terms. He said Freemasonry was math, science, geometry, and religion all as one subject. You know how you go to school, you go you go yeah. to math school, math for like an hour. The other people, Astronomy he was, and shit he, in there but too. no, we're not all. You're adding a whole bunch of stuff. He was saying that it was like how it would be different things. He's saying Freemason was all that shit into one. And that's what that is. And so I think if there is a religion, I think there is. I think there's only one religion, but it's just like math. You know how math, two plus two is all, but yeah, two plus two does equal four. It's always, and it's always going to be four. So I think it's something to where like if me and you, it's me, you, and then we get an Asian guy. It's it's some religious thing where we, I think I'm pretty sure it's one guy where he's like, hey, I love all y'all. You know, it's just it ain't no like you're doing certain. Sh- it, I think it's one thing, and I think the uh, the powers that be give people different 
ways to pray so we can all be separated yeah. and um and nobody will really have a true answer cuz cuz we're all it's all vague so we we can argue over some vague shit yeah. but i think it's like more it might not even be the term freemasonry but like how he said it's religion the math all into one and you know like math always adds up geometry right. always yeah. adds up yeah, and I, I think I think it's something. I think it's something about spirituality or something like that is a part of numbers. How numbers don't lie. It's the. I think it's, but I think it all. It's all in the one. It's all. It's all one thing to where like, you can do this and prove this to God. Just like two plus two is four. That's what I think. But but they. I think they. Um, the powers that be keep us distracted with goofy shit, and then the one thing you know like. Yeah, it's just a lot of stupid shit that's going on. Just like now, it's um, I forgot what's going on. Yeah, the the uh, Joe Biden's giving out crack pipes. Did you see that? I don't know, man. Where's mine? Yeah, it was um to me, it was something. Um, I think that's a huge ass distraction because that yeah. doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah, I've never, and then I've like, never. What else is going on? But and then like, I'm not a, and and I just know as far as junkie culture, it was like people who use needles need needles. I've never heard people say. We need crack pipes. You know, you can buy a crack pipe anywhere, any in any corner store, any bodega, whatever. There, it's called. It's not, but you, but you can't. It's not called a crack pipe. It's called a glass rose. Yeah. No. So like, you go in there, you get a glass rose, and it comes with the whole. I don't know. This is a. You can buy these in my hometown when growing up in certain stores, but it'd be a whole kit. It's called the glass rose. It was a sealed plastic. You had the. You had a. You had a little glass. You had the glass crack stem, and you had a little fake rose in there. And you even had the Brillo pad in there with it too. That's funny. That's hilarious. Yeah, it's not because fucking hilarious. Because I have some, I have like some um, cannabis pipes that I was like, this looks like a crack pipe. I don't know about this. Chillum? Yeah, like chillums yeah, and chillum, stuff. Yeah. I have one long chillum that they were like, it, he he was calling it a glass blunt, and I was like, no, this is just a long chillum. Wiz Khalifa has that thing. It's a glass blunt. You pack it in there, and you you, you put this uh, you put this corkscrew. Yeah, it was like a scor- No, it, it wasn't anything like that. And, and it wasn't. This thing about. was just a chillum where he was like, "You load this one in. You could just it'll just be a long ass chillum, and then it'll get dirty as fuck. You can't." I did it one time. I was like, "This isn't practical." And then you didn't even know it was whack. But that's very interesting. A glass rose, but you know. But yeah, I'm just saying. It's, saying I think, yeah. But I think it's a distraction for the government to say we're giving out free crack pipes when I've never heard of a crackhead saying, "Hey, man, this is a pandemic. We need crack pipes to stay safe." Right. Like so, it was. Yeah, that's just goofy as hell. Yeah, to me it seems like uh, like I really feel like it's an alien invasion, like really, yeah, really about to happen. Something happening, and like, dude, remember, remember in twenty twenty when they they like uh, when the, the fucking news was just like aliens exist. Yeah, yeah, they just during the middle of the pandemic, and they were just like, and like nobody gave a shit. No, that's what I think. I think it's one of those things because they already scared us with the pandemic. Yeah, so they then they were just. It's just like, all right, yeah, you're in pandemic, you're in quarantine, you're in quarantine. Sorry, and it's just like, hey, by the way. I know aliens exist, right? Yeah, and, and, and they were just so low. They would be just, it was just like not even a spike in numbers or shit. To me, it's and then they're lying because aliens have been going. Aliens been living for thousands of years. Man, they've been, they, they they've been, they've been, they've been like visiting this planet for thousands of years. I think they're protecting us, personally. Personally, I think that we're a protected species, and they're just like watching our shit unfold because we have a very, we have a great planet. Why the fuck is like not a a, a superior race trying to take our planet from? Because it's a good planet, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yes and no. And we're not, and like as humans, dude, we're not technologically advanced at all, and we're not physically advanced. 
we're weak. Like as far as like the grand scheme of things, man. Like we're weak, dude. Like our, our weaponry is just like is, is like up to like just nuclear physics. No, you're, yeah, you're saying humans have to use tools. Like yeah. if, we, if we had to live in a we world with ballistics, we got ballistics and we got like nuclears. Yeah. Yeah, or like if we, you know, just like we living living in the forest with lions and tigers and, and bears. If we don't have a, a if we don't have a stick that's sharp, we're gonna get fucked up. Or, so or like the te- or like the, just the technical combat, just the combat technical, uh, just the combat intelligence. That's a sharp stick. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna need you know combat you know, intelligence to go to do that too. Like yeah. That's and like yeah, nobody nobody has that these days. No, no civilian has that shit. Certain people, certain people, yeah, no, it, um, but yeah, as like as like a species, as a human species, I think we are fucking weak. Uh, yeah, yes and no. I just know it's um, the one thing that gets me: whoever's on top, they rule by a lot of deception. And to me, you're not a real ruler if you got if everybody's tricked, if everybody's under some kind of lie or some under some kind of illusion. You gotta scare them, man. That's how you you gotta you gotta incorporate fear. You gotta that's. You gotta that so is that is different and more respectable than delusions. Yeah. Yeah, you said you can use fear like you're not At least yeah, uh, fear is pretty forward. No, or yeah, yeah, like I said, like it's not, it's not like underlying. It's like, yo, if you don't do this, I'm gonna fucking kill you. Yeah, it, like where you see somebody soar. Yeah. Instead of where somebody like makes it a game and you can kind of do this if you want to and then maybe something yeah. might happen to you and then maybe something might not happen to you. Right. It's your decision. You know, like that type of stupid shit. It's like, no, you're doing this. But then at the same time, um, the people, because like studying societies, you got to lie to people to keep people from coming at you. When you lie, then people, the people who want to take. you anymore. No, but I mean like um, say you're in control. You turn on if you're. Yeah, if you're in control of a lot of people, you lie to the masses, and they you lie to the masses, dude. The masses will turn on you. Yeah, or but sometimes you keep lying and you keep being deceptive, so you can't get people to where you're at. Like earlier, how I said I like how public officials you know where they live. Yeah, it's some people who want to rule and they don't want you to know where they live. That makes sense. Yeah, but it's not good for society. You got we got to know where you're at because you know where I'm at. Got to know where Lori Lightfoot lives, bro. Yeah, she's a Logan Square. Yeah, she's 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 around the corner, man, and she's she's trash, um, you know. She's it's just ridiculous. That shit's bad for business. Everything yeah. she's doing is bad for business. A mandate is bad for business. I was talking with this girl because sometimes girls, um, people make fun of. And then this is the thing. I feel like back in the day, Chicago people didn't talk shit about Indiana and Wisconsin people. They just kind of they came in the town and they were like, "Oh, you're from Indiana? Oh, yeah." But these suburban motherfuckers are like, oh, I hate people from Wisconsin. They're basic. I hate people from Indiana. And then I had to snap on this. Because then she was like, this mandate's good. And I snapped on this girl. I was just like, no. Some of those people work hard as fuck all week in Indiana at their little job. And then they want to come to Chicago and spend $500 somewhere just because. And then they want to brag about it. They're going to talk about it all month, how they took their girl to Chicago. They went to a restaurant, spent 300 bucks. That's a flex, bro. But you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. when you, with a mandate, you take that away. You take that business away yeah. from that random dude that's like, hey, we ain't doing that. Let's drive 40 minutes into Chicago. Sounds like a, that sounds like a night to me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. I feel like a lot of those people are elsewhere or they're going to the suburbs or something well, like that. They, they, they support that because it doesn't affect them directly. People, people are, people are uh, you know, their, their own perception, you know, is an illusion because they, they're so biased because their own views. You know, like that person is probably like, who supports the mandate, you know, or I don't know what I don't know who supports the mandate. 
No, a, a lot of these fucking go along. It, it's a lot of these yeah. fake. I just hate these fake liberal people in Chicago. It's just maybe it's some real liberal people in Illinois, but in Chicago, this it's not liberal. It's just it's um, fashionable. It's yeah, fashionable, that's it. Man. It's fashionable, but yeah. it's as soon as the minority's not doing what they want, then they just get racist. That's like this whole like that like with like last year the whole Black Lives Matter thing. That I thought that was a bit, that was a very fashionable thing. To me, that shit was annoying. That, yeah, I, I thought I thought people like I was like. You know, it was like you, you know, you never see so many people out on the streets marching. But it's just like you, once this is all over, like y'all gonna forget about it. Yeah, it was. Y'all gonna forget about this so fast. To me, it wasn't real because it wasn't happening in southern states, right. and that's where people really do shit. Yeah. And so it was just like the, like you said, it was fashionable. I and then I told this one girl like, and and then like it was it was a lot of fake riots. It was like rioting. Um, like, like, dude, I worked at a brewery that was near a quote-unquote, it was people robbing dispensaries. And near my brewery, when you Google dispensaries, this place showed up, but it was just a cannabis workshop. It wasn't a dispensary, but it showed, it said it was a dispensary on Google Maps. Did you know when they shut down the city, like 20 cars pulled up and broke in the windows and went in there because they thought it was weed in there? This is, and then to me, that's something that, that's not protesting. That's an organized, that's an organized gang. Crime, man. Yeah, they were, they were trying to make some money, man. They were turning profits, man. But, bro, and then, like, the one thing that got me, though, because then um, they didn't know exactly which window it was. So it was, like, me and my friends, we were working, and I just remember this cook named Franco was like, what the fuck? And then these two cars drove, these two cars blocked the street. They blocked the street, and then three cars drove up on the curb where our restaurant was. It was the restaurant a place in between, a, it was a restaurant, sushi place, and then a dispensary. And then the first people that got out of the car were the people dressed in all black. They had goggles on. They were the smashers. They went in all the windows, and they looked at our shit, and then when they saw the dispensary, yeah, then they waved the other people over, and then, because I, I was with, this, this whole, but listen, yes, this happened in broad daylight at 5.45 p.m., I, I forgot the date, but it was 5.45 p.m. But listen, it was, um I can tell you, because it was like, they, they were all in waves, how the first people were on all black, tight clothes. They had crowbars so they can break the glass. And then everybody else was just, like, dressed regularly. And then, like, one of the last people, it was just funny, because it was this big ass, it was like this big overweight girl. She had a bag. Her stomach was hanging out of her shirt. Sexy. And she was, like, laughing. <laughs> While she was running back to the car, like, hoo, hoo, hoo. And then, like, but I looked at it in military waves. I looked at it like those first motherfuckers were the Marines. They broke the glass, called in the Army, and then this fat bitch running around with a bag. It's like the Air Force. You know, it was just like everybody was here. But that, yeah, but that fat bitch wasn't one of the first people to get out. Like, it was, she was under instructions, like, you keep your fat ass in the car until the windows get broke, and then you come outside. And um, that's what it was way too organized. It was not no protest, and it was definitely not for some injustice. Hey, no, people sleep on thugs, man. No, that's a very, that's a militant, that's a very militant organization, man. But to me, my thing was like thugs don't even act like that in their own neighborhood. They're not that organized in their in the neighborhood. Sometimes that shit was beyond us. It was something that was very like organized on mastermind. Yeah, mastermind behind it. Man. And then I was telling people, um, sometimes you can't get. 20 people together for a family reunion. It was like 50 people who, who were in on this. I'll give people some money, man. They'll show up. But that's what I'm saying, though. They th This was like organized on the internet. Yeah. This was not no like, they killed George Floyd. Let's yeah. rob all the dispensaries. It was oh, like, man. no. So, it was like hella organized. I got a fucking theory on that shit, too, man. Like, you know, like, I felt like, because, like, the, the whole, like,
like 2020 thing, man, to me, was just one big conspiracy just playing out. Because, like, I'm not saying, like, I'm not going to say, like, the fucking coronavirus ain't real. But, like, when the way, the way, the what the sequencing. It is, it's not in the crack community. You know what I mean? But, yeah, <laughs> the, the the sequencing of how that happened, man, they fucking, what did they do? They fucking, uh, they, they, uh, they, told, they, they, they took our job. Something and then uh, then a cop kills a black man and then what are we fucking just no or kind of like I feel like the the sequence of that was just like no or I want to say what you're probably not articulating they had people in the house people were getting antsy people were about to leave the house yeah. no matter what they didn't give a fuck what was going on then they orchestrate this murder and put it on TV. And then they're like, yeah. oh, you got to, but then it, it gives people a reason to be outside when if that didn't happen, motherfuckers would have just been outside like, fuck you in these dumbass rules. They yeah. had to orchestrate and say it was a murder, protest this murder. Yeah. And then it's okay for y'all to be outside protesting a murder, but you can't go to a restaurant and eat. Yeah. You can't do that, but you can be outside and protesting and be around a million motherfuckers for some yeah, reason. Yeah, that's a better way of what I was just trying to say. No, yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. I'm aware of that shit because it's one of the things that annoys me the powers that be, and um, I'm glad that there's some white people who feel who realize it, and they don't. They just they pick on race. They'll use race, and um, and they'll divide people with that, and they'll get people arguing it's really over easy it. To do. It's easy. It's easy to do with some people. That's why I'm yeah. proclaim. I'm very proud that I'm one of the smarter voices yeah. to where I talk I, to people, and let them know. I look past. I try to look past all the fucking the, the media. No, but I I let people know like this is not a race thing. This is a distraction thing. This is this. Or this is this. I'm yeah, it's because it's some people, uh, and then especially up here, um, I, I just don't like dealing with the fake. It's a lot of microaggression. Like I really believe, and this, I'm this. I'm glad this is on tape. A lot of these fucking Northside comedians are racist, but they'll deal with you if you're gay or if you're willing to give them something. If they can take some shit from you, then they'll they'll let if you it be can around. Benefit them in any way if it can benefit their social media clout. Yeah, and it's basically that, and and it's it's been a lot of look at me with this gay person. It's been a lot of it's a lot of dumbass comedians like your opinions online. I don't like your opinions because you can't use me as a puppet, as some kind of black puppet. Like, hey, look, I just look at this nigga. He agree with everything I say. Let me show you his page. And then if I'm going over there, and then they go on my page, and I say fuck Joe Biden, then they got I gotta x this out. The same what I thought. (laughs) So like. That's how I can tell. It was like they, I can tell they, they look at me and they know I, they can't get anything out of me. I'm my own person, and they're, and they're just like fuck oh, they, that. They hate, they, they hate you for that shit too. That's what. That's the one thing I don't respect about northern fake liberal people, where they gotta get something out of you. I feel like, and then I was talking to um, I forgot. I don't want to say Brandon Kiefer. I forgot his name. He's from uh, a guy from Georgia. Sure. Yeah. And he was just like, yeah. He was like, I noticed that where the people up here, they just kind of want to see what they can get out of a black person, and then they turn rogue. When they can't get nothing, where so where a white guy from the south was just like, th- th- it's like it is what it is up front. It's not yeah, no it's let me see. Value, it's not no let me see if you know more about cars than I do, and then if you don't, then I'm talking shit. It's just kind of like, what you doing here? And yeah. it, you know, it it ain't no like let me see if this person's gay. I'm gonna get him to lick my butt and then tell him <laughs> to leave, because that's how these motherfuckers are up here. That's all they yeah. want. I'm telling you, man. When I'm they get it on camera too. Yeah, but they when they figure out they can't get anything out of you in any kind of way, that's when they turn bad. But it's always I can tell it's salty, and it, like especially when they look at me, it's salty because they realize like, damn, this motherfucker's smart. Hey, I can't. A free thinker, bro. Fuck. 
yeah, I can't take shit from him. And then I can't just walk up to him and say, hey, slavery and George Floyd, and then make me talk for two hours. Because yeah. some of them want that shit. And they want to record you while you do it, too. Yeah, that's all. They just want to, like, they'll use a buzzword, a racial buzzword, and then stand back. Or um, this one guy, I love, I, don't you, I don't know if you, because you know what, you've been through a lot of trials and tribulations where you didn't have answers. So I look for other people and like, oh, that's a good answer. Like, or other mentors. They might not right. be personally mentoring you, but you just be like, that's some real shit. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, um, yeah. You, take, you take what you can from other people. You yeah, and this is this guy named Kevin Samuels, and he just talked about how um, certain white people play the game where they say racial shit to black people, and it's just some black people just have a self-destruct button. You might yeah. know where it's just like somebody might call you an N-word, and then they go, who the fuck you talking to? Yeah, 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 no, he called it the self-destruct button. That's yeah. what was so cold when he was just like, and he, he was like, you make a lot of people mad when you take the self-destruct button out of your yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so trigger, that's your trigger. You don't, you don't have a trigger, then the, you, you, yeah, you remove your trigger, like people have nothing to push, they have nothing to pull, and then they don't get any reaction out of you, and they're just, and that makes, and that's, that's like during, ironically, that's their trigger. During, yeah, and then like during 2020, this one comedian just walked up to me, and this other comedian that's not black, but he looks black, but he was just like, so what's this stuff with Nick Cannon and Faircon? Like what? He didn't even say a real sentence. He didn't even give a real question. Like he what's didn't. Faircon and who? We still talk. But about he Nick Cannon? he didn't say like um he didn't say what did he say? He didn't say what's the commotion? He didn't have a full statement at all. He just said Nick Cannon Faircon. Trigger words. Yeah, he words. and then you he wanted to see if you think you go off. He wanted to see if I was pressing self destruct button. And then the um the one comedian that's pretending to be a black comedian he said some shit that he's white people. Yeah, he's he's only no. It's only when he can like look say like some stereotypical shit about black people. But other than that, he'll distance himself. He's like, I'm not black. He when it's something good, he uh, says he's not black. Me. When it's a good or positive thing, he's not black. But if it's some ratchet, then it's like, yeah, because niggas do that all the time. He's one of those kind of people where it's just like, get the fuck out of here. But he, it was just I noticed that if somebody you're just gonna walk up to me and say, what's up with Nick Cannon and Farrakhan? And I'm like, what? what? And then it was, I wanted to be like, why do you even care? Why do you care? These are two people that you don't listen to. I know you don't listen to Farrakhan. I know you don't give a fuck about Nick Cannon. What do you, and then like, I low-key don't what give a fuck me? about Nick Cannon. Why do you, what the hell? What's, what is this? And uh, you know, I got all the respect in the world for Mr. Cannon, but I don't, I don't watch that show. I don't listen to his yeah. music. I don't, I don't know what he's doing. I wish him yeah. the best though. He wears nice suits. That's what <laughs> his suits fit. I don't, but you know. No, he's doing his own thing. See you know what I'm saying? But yeah, it was that self destruct shit, man. I don't um that's I noticed that shit with these people up here and it's just it's it's sickening, bro. It's sickening. Yeah, man, you gotta you gotta remove that self destruct button, man. No, it's already gone. Where now I just talk oh, shit to you. the people. I'm just saying, I'm saying I'm not I'm not talking about you, no. Yeah, no, yeah. I know, yeah. I'm just saying for the for the for the mass folk. Yeah, yeah for the non gotta get rid of that button. For the non talented comedians in the on the yeah, north side. Oh man, you can't be self destructive and be a comedian, man. Then you just wouldn't can't just blow up on stage. You'd be like Kramer, man. Yeah, it was, uh, <laughs> and then that's funny. Somebody just gave because uh, I'm always looking at all the things. What he said was racist and bogus. But then this one person put it in perspective that I've never thought about. And um, he was just talking about how like back in the like you talked about in the '90s, yeah, it was like once comedians were superstars, and people if you were on a TV show, you were like a super duper star because that's all people had. And so, like, when you were on stage, people didn't heckle you, especially Seinfeld. Yeah. That was, like, one of the biggest shows, even though people from my community didn't still watch is. that shit. It still is. But it, it was, is still 
But you got to listen. He was saying, like, in the 90s, when Kramer went on stage, motherfuckers stopped what they were doing. It was just, like, silent. And right. he never got any kind of pushback. Everything he said was funny as hell. Yeah. And then he goes, he he's not on stage for, like, 10-plus years. And then now he's in a new era where people got cell phones and shit, and he's getting heckled by some dudes on the side yeah. who probably didn't grow up watching Seinfeld like that. That's not going to be, because all the other Seinfeld yeah. people would be, they would just be right. looking at you like, it's him. Yeah, and so that's he just snapped because he was like, oh, these motherfuckers ain't laughing. What the fuck? And it was like, yeah. this is not like how it was when I started comedy. When I started comedy, motherfuckers were quiet because they worshipped me. Yeah. Now I'm just... Yeah, it messes you up in the head, man. Yeah, you know what I mean? It, it was like somebody said it like that, and I was like, oh, okay, that's different because he, he was talking about how I was in the 90s and shit. Um, the one thing I don't do in comedy, I don't know how it would be because I record my sets, right. and I like to listen to them and shit. I don't know what older comedians did back in the day, like people from in the '60s and the um, '70s and they shit. Journal that shit, man. But they you, have a journal. no, yeah, you have a journal, but like you don't go like, how did I sound last night? Remember, or like you be talking to your friends, what did that fat bitch say that everybody laughed? You know how sometimes people say stuff, look at your shirt, and you know somebody yeah. might laugh, like his shirt is funny, and you, like, the next day you'll be like, what did she say? Did I did I get her good? I felt like I got her good. Another thing about making people laugh, making people laugh is actually an art. It also has to depend on how they feel. You gotta feel. That's why it's important to like feel the room, know the room, to know what to say, know how the room, know what how the room responds. Yeah. Because like I haven't been doing comedy long. I've been doing open. I've been open micing for like pretty consistently for about eight months now, seven eight months. That's what I was just about to ask you, and then I was gonna ask you how, how do you try to hit a certain um try to hit a certain mic limit? Like well, how long? How many times do you go on stage a week? I go on stage a week probably about like right now currently between like four to six. That's if dope. Can, if I can hit like if I can hit like two mics in a night, then I will. That's amazing. And then that's the one thing I want to move away from Chicago and be in a better city. But I w- it has to be Austin or maybe New York because we gotta still be hitting these mics. Any right. other city, they don't have the opportunity we have. Exactly. Yeah, I didn't like. That's um. So like I've always had been a fan of comedy my whole my whole entire life ever since I was a child. My first favorite comedian was Ron White back in the blue collar days. You know what I mean? Like, I was like fucking nine years old listening to this motherfucker, man. He's funny as fuck. Yeah. But anyway, man, like, and then I, then I started doing it. Then I started, then I get, actually get into comedy and start doing it. You know, I feel like I skipped a bunch of steps because, like, I didn't, you know, because I, I, I started when I was, like, 30 and not when I was 20. Yeah. So, like, I know how, I know how the world is. And I feel like you know, as long as I just, like, show up and just, like, tell my stories, tell my shit, and prove it on the way and just get better, you know. I forgot. I forgot. I had a point just now. I forgot. But, yeah, it's like it's, this comedy thing is just still so new to me. Yeah, because I asked you how many times you went on stage and whatnot, and you were just like, yeah, when I started. I just know if in any other uh, other cities, they don't have as many mics as we have. And it's just kind of like, oh, yeah. like yeah, last night, Tito. Chicago, Chicago. Yeah, that was it. Like, there's just like, this, the, the opportunity in Chicago is just – Amazing, just the availability, just the, the just every day of the week, you can just you can like get on this uh, Chicago Open Mics Insta- Instagram page and just find a mic and put your name down and get on there. Yeah, or like or like last yeah. night, yeah. Tito said because Tito just recently went to um he went to Nashville with another comedian, and he said he was talking to some of the comedians down there. And he he was like, "How many mics do you guys have?" He he said one guy was like about six. Yeah, he said he, that's he chill. That's that's what I do. But the, no, no, I mean, but he said that's all they have is six. Like, technically, we have 30 a week. If you count 
it's like five on Monday. Right. You know what I mean? If you count all those mics, it's like 30. You can hit like two or three a night where in Nashville or whatever, you can hit, it's one a night. You know what I mean? That's what I thought was just kind of shitty. Every, at least they have it every night. Yeah, it, but but then that might not even be the case. Even I think Nashville might be a little bit better because it's a performance town. So it's always it's got to be always a stage yeah. where somebody's doing something so you could be able to do your comedy. But I'm talking about those other, you know, people come from Tampa Bay, um, you know, Miami. Um, I feel like Savannah doesn't have a lot of shit going on. You got to drive to Atlanta. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm naming other big cities. Even in Denver, Colorado. Yeah, you even got to go to. Well, Colorado is actually they actually. I, I feel like I think Dave Chappelle had a lot of had a thing in Colorado. He had a he had a starting in Colorado. Maybe Denver. it's probably. Yeah, but Denver, Denver actually does have a comedy scene. It's not like the. It's not like it would in Chicago because it's a significantly smaller city. Yeah, they don't have no two mics a night type of shit at no, all. I don't see, I don't, but um, they do have comedy. There is comedy there, and there is uh, there is improv there too. Okay. No, I'm feeling it. Um, and then, you know, we didn't want to be that long because you said you want to go to a microphone yeah, tonight. Yeah, I want to hit a couple. Yeah, there's a, there's a Gold Star. There's a Gold Star bar. At, uh, yeah, well, I mean, well, we don't got to we don't gotta advertise everybody's shit. They're not paying us. So that's the <laughs> that's number one thing. I feel that. No, yeah, they're not paying us. And yeah. Just in case you want to come check me out. Yeah. So, no, where where can everybody find you on the, um, on the Instagram? So, hold on one second. I got to hit the music. And then I messed up. Last last episode we established. Let me. I'll stop that. Last episode we established the. This is the. This was the crack song. If somebody's talked about crack crack cocaine, uh, we always yeah. we. So this still I saw is. You missed, my, you missed it. Damn, and I was supposed oh, to hit this shit. when we talked about the crack cocaine. This is the crack cocaine song. So it's still it's right. still there. So, so when I bring up the next time when I bring up the eighties, be ready to. Yeah, to hit this button. Hit button, and then this sounds like, and then like you hear it when the beat drops. It's very like smooth and you can talk about like how it was see like yeah, okay. this is like this is how it used to be back in the 80s yeah, used to get you immediately. yeah. <laughs> jesus no no <laughs> or you have enough money you don't got to do that but yeah that's what and no we're not doing that one so we're about to end this the uh so that you were here for another edition of the slider cast this is dj slider bite um and so where can they find you i was here with gregory howe where can they find you is it gregory howe or greg howe or G How G H G Howell G Money. You can you can find me on Instagram. Just type in Gregory Howell, just like it sounds. Or uh, Gregarus Rex at Gregarus Rex. That's funny. Okay. Just like it sounds. All right. No, that's dope. And then you can find um, me DJ Sliderbite at DJ Sliderbite on like almost everything. I'm trying to just even if I'm not using the shit, I just need to take the DJ Sliderbite name just to have it. So, um, but I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. I'm on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Yeah, that's the um, that's the big three right now. And then you can find us because you're you got to be listening to this somewhere. I don't know how the fuck you're listening to this and you don't know where to find it. But um, you can find the podcast on um, everything, Spotify and iTunes and um, and all the other little things too. I pay for the iTunes though, so maybe listen to that. But yeah, this is um. And this is an open source. This episode was 100% open source. It is 100% open source. So this is DJ Sliderbyte. It is episode of Slidercast. And then y'all have a great night. Y'all be safe.